Welcome to Wyoming Web Ed Radio. This is James Capti, Wyoming teacher and buckaroo for our ride. As Aerosmith once said, I am back in the saddle again with my fellow cow puncher, Joe Schroer, human learning and assessment expert and UW professor. How's it going, Joe? Doing real good today, James. Good to see you. Hey, I, I don't know about you, Joe, but but I'm starting to get some saddle sores from this fast and furious ride we've been on. So let's just dive right in. What's what's the most exciting thing? What's the thing you're most excited about for this upcoming school year? Well, I tell you what, James, um, it's my sophomore year, you know, at uh, UW. So second year in, and as a lot of teachers know, after that first year, with, when you put in 50, 60 hours a week, uh, you know, that second year, you can kind of kick back, see what you got going on, and, and really try new ideas. I've been uh, exploring some, some new digital tools for teaching and learning this year, and I'm really, really excited to try some new ideas out. Uh, that, that's always my biggest key when I, when I, when I start new, new classes and I get another year under my belt, I get to try new things. What about you, James? You know, I'm excited for, we, we, we've got, we all got pushed in the pool and what last year with COVID. And so now we're starting this new year off with maybe some uncertainty, but we know that it's going to be uncertain. And so within that uncertainty, we can plan and, and just be ready and, and see all some new exciting things for our kids. And on the other side, I am excited to see some kids, however that works out, whether we, whatever that, that looks like in schools, I am excited to see kids again. So let's get this show onto the dirt road, or maybe we'll get this show into the open range. Head them up. Move them out. Wild web ed, here we come. We have talked about virtual field trips, personalized learning, and this week, open educational resources. Oh, 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 we have a cowbell interrupting announcement. There that it means it's really important. So please share your questions when they arise via the Zoom chat or on YouTube. And most importantly, we have a couple extra special guests joining us in a few weeks. Governor Mark Gordon and State Superintendent Julian Bailo are coming along. Woohoo! those doggies are special guests. Hey, uh, I hear we can ask them some questions, James, is that right? Yeah, we have, uh, we need our help. We need all of your help. We need the, all the teachers out there, educators, to submit your questions. Uh, we've got the link out there in the chat and we posted it in some different places, but we need your questions. This is your chance for your voices to be heard. And, and, and the governor and the superintendent want to hear from you. So we're excited to get those out there. Hey, Let's James, give a- whoa, whoa, hold on, James. Can I ask a question like, yeah. hey, can I get a raise this year? Well, you could. I don't know if that's the question they're going to want to address, but it might be the question they're going to address. You can ask anything you want, and we will get them and have them live to answer all of those questions. So we're excited about that. All right, let's give a Wyoming web ed welcome to Laurel Ballard from the Wyoming Department of Education and Kara Bandalis, an OER rock star and high school Spanish teacher from Natrona County, here to discuss the Open Range Wyoming program. Welcome Laurel and Kara. Thanks James, glad to be here. Hi, hey. thanks for having me. Hey, we're super excited to have you. So we're just gonna dive right into some questions right now. So Laurel, we, we, I was a little confused. I mean, there's a lot of teacher out there that probably don't know what Open Range Wyoming is, but before we dive into that, what's Open Education Resources? 
So open education resources are education resources that are out in the public domain, meaning they're free for teachers to use. Uh, they typically have uh, licensing that allows them to take it and repurpose it and reuse it uh, so that they can use it within their classrooms without any kind of copyright infringement and violations, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, it really, um, they range in from things as large as full courses. You could have an entire course that's um, out on, on um, the open education resources. It could be um, textbooks, it could be assessments, uh, videos, units, lessons. It could be just about anything um, out there that you can think of. It could be licensed under the open with a common Creative Commons license and allowed for teachers to be able to use it. So open education resources, kind of like this one-stop, kind of a one-stop shop created by its users. And we have this awesome resource in Wyoming called Open Range Wyoming, and we know it has nothing to do with cows running around without any fences. So tell us a little bit about Open Range Wyoming in particular. So Open Range Wyoming is our platform that we built on the um, uh, OER Commons platform where so that uh, it has lots of different OER content uh, based on um, lots of different, like in the different content areas and different grade levels connected to standards that teachers can go in and take and use. And they can actually, it also provides uh, an avenue for them to share their own things that they've created with other teachers in the state or, uh, and we like the platform itself as well, because not only does it have information that we've uh, connected to the Wyoming content standards, but there's also a uh, connection to things that people have put out there from across the country and actually across the world um, are out as resources out there for all of that. It also provides a uh, platform for connection for teachers so that teachers can uh, go in and um, submit, let's say, resources to peers of, let's, if I'm a physical education teacher and I have a, uh, a resource uh, associated with PE, then I could put it in there and say, hey, I tried this, it didn't work great with my class, what can I do to make it better? And uh, have an opportunity for uh, educators from across the state to be able to connect and help you make them better. Oh, that's, that's exciting, what a great resource. Uh, Kara, how did you get involved in this and, and what excites you about being an OER rock star, an open range Wyoming rock star? So to be honest, I don't really remember how I got into it. I remember it was something that was offered to me. Um, one of those many things that comes out of the State Department of Education. It's like, hey, a cool thing for educators, come and join it. Uh, and this was one of the ones that I came and joined. Uh, and, and it appealed to me because it has a bunch of stuff in a variety of content areas. And before this, I was teaching three different content areas, ELA, Spanish, and computers. And so anytime I can find resources that can Connect to standards um, and that are vetted by my peers, I'm all for it, uh, especially because it has the, like Laurel said, the Creative Commons licensing, so I can take it and make it unique to my kiddos and my situation. I love it. Um, so I, I got connected with it that way, went to all of the trainings, and just kind of dived right in. Um, one of the things that Laurel said is it allows people, different educators, to come together and talk with one another and get feedback. Not only that, but it allows us to talk to each other. Like sometimes as teachers, we don't really get that. We're, we're in a room with kiddos all day long, and we don't really get the communication with our peers. And this provides an avenue for us to do that, not only specific to our content area, but in a 
whole bunch of content areas, like grade level wise or however else you can look at it. I love it. I actually um, am getting ready to upload one of my favorite units that I've ever done. It has to do with Fahrenheit 451. Um, it will be an entire one, but it's neat because now I'll get feedback on it from people outside of where I am. Well, that sounds, uh, I, just the excitement in your voice is, is amazing. And the idea that with open education resource, sometimes we don't think about it tearing down silos in education, but giving the chance for teachers to work with teachers and support and give feedback in a, in a very constructive way is, is super, super exciting. Laurel, I know this has been a labor of love for you. And so I'm curious, how many lessons are, are available out there uh, on the open on the, on the Open Range Wyoming site? So we have about 4,400 lessons or uh, resources out there on the site um, connected to different content, uh, stand, with different content areas aligned to content standards. And then we also have been working on um, going through, through resources as well and um, uh, lining them to uh, measures of quality that we've created as well to make sure that we have high quality resources out there for teachers. Well, that's that sounds awesome. 4,400 and, and maybe 4,000 more to go after today with uh, all the new people looking at it. You know, James, lots of folks are excited about this resource. Sharon uh, from Sweetwater number two, if I'm not mistaken, uh, posted in the chat that she has created 27 different science classes for her kiddos, uh, all using open educational resources from Open Range Wyoming. So I, I think a lot of folks are excited about this and, and they're using it and want to use this. And, and I know you, you have, Joe, you have a question. You've been hanging on to this question you have for Kara. So I'm going to let you dive in with that question. Well, Kara, my, my question is, you know, this sounds like teachers pay teachers, right? That, that famous site uh, where, where everyone goes in and they pay hundreds of dollars. You know, I've, I, I even have pre-service teachers who use it uh, to submit assignments for my classes. Um, but this sounds a little bit better than teacher pay teachers. And, it, and it's Wyoming centric. Is that correct? It absolutely is. Um, not only is it from Wyoming teachers, so it has to do with what it is that we do in our state, but it's also specific to Wyoming content standards. So one of the things that the OER Rockstars group does is goes in and evaluates, looks at the different resources that they get, whether it's like an article for something or a video or an entire class, and shows how it aligns to, a, to different content standards, whether that has to be, or whether that's like ELA standards or social studies standards, it does all of that for us. And yeah, it's kind of like PPT, but it's free. Free? Oh, now you've said the magic word, Carol. That's what I was looking for. Amazing. Well, oh, especially, Joe, with all of the issues facing education, not just across the country, but in Wyoming, uh, what uh, free resources that are, are tied together with teachers and, and, and vetted, we can't ask for more. Uh, we've thrown out this term, and if, if you're not familiar with open range, we've thrown out this term, open range, or o OER rock stars. And I don't want anybody to get confused out there and think we're promoting a new band or anything. So what I know there's a lot of people involved, in, and we're going to share that information at the end of this in the credits. But what is the what are the OER rock stars, Laurel or Kara? Uh, what, what, who are these OER rock stars? 
So I'll start it off and Carrie, you keep adding on to what I, what I say. So they really are incredible educators that have been going through and they have been doing a combination of things of curating really high quality resources from across the country and adding it in and aligning it to our standards, as well as creating their own content and um, then uploading it um, connected to the standards they go through and um, as a group, they have been working on this um, and they work across grade levels, across content areas. It's really been amazing to watch these teachers doing what they do. And then it actually ends up being a form of professional development for them as well, a chance to learn all about um, you know, what, it is, what an open education resource is, how to decide whether or not it's a high quality resource and um, how it fits in and uh, can be contained within their classroom, be able to really make their classes exciting for students. Well, that is, uh, it's awesome just to think about teachers and teachers by nature want to give back uh, to, to not only their students, but to education as a whole. And, and these, these rock stars are, are doing a lot of legwork behind the scenes and, and definitely helping us out. Kara, any, anything you, that you felt we need to add to that? So in the chat, Sharon said that it's the best PD ever, and I would absolutely agree. Um, I am from a, or I was from a very, very small district, kind of isolated out in the middle of nowhere. And being an OER rock star allowed me to connect with people all over the state in a way that normally I wouldn't be able to, especially once COVID hit. I had the ability to communicate and work with educators from all over the state who had a bunch of really neat ideas and just units and assessments and all sorts of really cool stuff. And we got to not only talk with one another, but help each other out in a myriad of ways. And for me, that's probably the best part of what OER does. It's not necessarily like having this depository of all these really excellent units and, and assessments and assignments, but it's being able to communicate and have that group of humans who help you out. Kara, your opening statement about being in a district that is kind of isolated, that pretty much describes, you know, almost all of Wyoming. Uh, teachers are isolated, and so getting them connected and involved is, is so important. So it kind of leads me into a couple other questions here, but for you, Kara, how do we get teachers connected now? How do we get them to, to know that this is not just another thing to go to, that this is something they, they want to go out and, and mess with because it's going to help them? How do, how do, we, how do we get them there? Really, um, just making sure that they have access to it and that it's not complicated to get to. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that. Like the website and the additions that have been made, you, you click on it and you go to it and everything's right there. The website is set up incredibly intuitively. So like if you're looking for something, all you got to do is scroll and click. The buttons are all there. Um, and I think by just showing them and giving them the opportunity to just play around with it. I think teachers are by their nature pretty pretty exploratory. Like if you give them something, they're going to tear it apart and see what it looks like and see how it works best for them. And OER and the website that's been developed is perfect for that. I think once they see that it's a resource for them that they can utilize to their heart's content, I think you'll get people using it day in and day out. Well, that's what we want. We want more and more uh, teachers taking advantage of this because it sounds like such a great resource. So in your previous answer, you brought up COVID and, and the situation there. So I'm, I'm going to go to Laurel with this question. So Laurel, did we see an influx of users during the COVID situation or did it stay pretty consistent? 
So, you know, that's a great question. We went back and looked at our data uh, after we had the COVID and what we saw is that uh, usage went from uh, people putting some of those resources in to uh, a couple hundred educators that actually went in and started actually saving and using the resources that we had in there. So we definitely saw a big uptake in the number of educators using the content, which is fantastic because uh, it had been kind of slow before that. So I was excited to see that we had a resource out there to help teachers during an incredibly stressful time for them. Well, and, and that is, I mean, during that time, what a stressful time and any resource that we could provide or as far as it was there to help teachers and it's still there because we, we still have a lot of unknowns headed into, headed into this next, uh, next, next school year, if you will. And so I know uh, Joe has been holding off on this one question because he's just excited about it. So I'm gonna let him dive into that labs question for us. Right on. Well, there's so much going on. There's a lot going on in the chat and, and I, wanna, I wanna let Kara talk about those things too. Um, but I do have another question for Kara, especially since you bring up labs, James. Um, what about some of the non-traditional classes? Like we're hearing from Sharon that there's some science stuff. We're hearing from you that there might be some Spanish stuff. But, but as a former French teacher uh, and you as a Spanish teacher, ESL, computer science, are there, are there, are there resources out there for some of the more non-traditional courses like that? Short answer, yes. Uh, and we're getting more and more every day. The more um, educators that we have kind of start to even look at it, the more we're going to get um, different resources put into place. But as of right now, yes, we have stuff for computer science. We have stuff for physical education. We have stuff for shop classes. We have all sorts of stuff in there. Um, and it's, it's not just your core content areas. It's everyone. Right on. Go ahead, James. Well, she brings up a great point. The more they search for it, the more they build it. So it's kind of like a it's kind of like a store. The more people are shopping for a product, the more product is available. So we want all the teachers out there to go look at stuff and see what they need and and offer suggestions. And then this this rock star group behind the scenes can can find some stuff and bring more stuff to us. So what a what an awesome awesome resource. And I have uh, one more question, James. I got one more question out there. Could, could Kara or maybe Laurel on, on the back end of this talk to how easy is it for you to implement some of the, the instructional materials you might find on open range? Like, can you just put these things into Canvas? Do you want me to go first, Laurel? Okay, so it is so easy. It's like WDE has made it to where um, OER works with Canvas like almost seamlessly. It is fantastic. And if you use pretty much anything else, you can still use it incredibly easily. And like I said before, OER is really intuitive. And so you, it, it, there are buttons everywhere and it'll tell you basically how to use it. You can bring anything you want to, to whatever it is that you need to use. So this isn't just like worksheets, you know, like I might find a picture on Pinterest or something like that. This is like the full range of, of different modalities and different ideas out there. It is exactly what Laurel said at the beginning. Everything from like entire classes to videos to like articles, anything you can think of that you might use in a classroom. I mean, aside from something physical, it's there. We've all, we've got it and it's aligned. It's awesome and free. Well, I, I have to jump in here because right now there is a dust trail behind us because we have ridden so fast through this 20 minutes and you guys have, 
have shared so much information and, and there's so much more information to, to, to share. But to do that, you're going to have to go to the Open Range Wyoming. You're going to have to reach out. And maybe we'll have a follow-up interview with that as well. But, but we, we, we got to end. Our ride's well, coming to an week, end. Maybe next week. I, I understand there are virtual labs in here, James. And I know we're going to be talking more about virtual labs even more next week. Exactly. So these things tie together. But we're excited that we've given you this opportunity. And we are so excited that Kara and Laurel took the time to be with us today. Thank you, Kara and Laurel. Thanks for having us. It was great. Well, that wraps up the speedy ride. And so next week, same time, same place. Happy trails to you until we see you next Tuesday.